Hi everyone, this is Mark and welcome to the episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, one of the latest uh, films to be released um, on uh, Disney+, Plus, uh, which is the most recent um, inclusion into the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And uh, of course the film that I'm talking about is the 2021 uh, American superhero film Black Widow. Uh, which of course stars um, Scarlett Johansson in the title role of uh, Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow, who, if you've seen um, some of the other uh, films within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you will have seen her. Um, I believe her first appearance was in um, Iron Man 2. I remember that um, vividly, in fact back in 2010 and since that film um, in all of the films that we've seen Natasha Romanoff we've seen um, a different version of her you could say Um, and I suppose this is all a part of her training um, to be uh, a spy Um, and also throughout the, the, the films we've also got teases about who she is and where she came from. Um, it, there was a um, there was a, a scene in um, Avengers: Age of Ultron during which Natasha was given uh, a vision of um, of her past um, when she was in training um, in a place that is called the Red Room and um, during this in this Red Room um, she um, was trained to be uh, an assassin Um, and the Red Room uh, was but also known as the Black Widow program which was a, a top secret Soviet later Russian training program led by um, um, led by the uh, the the instigator of the of the the training program um, uh, General uh, Drakoff um, uh, who in the film is played by Ray Winston uh, who is a high-ranking officer in the Soviet armed forces who is essentially the, the Red Room's overseer um, and um, but yeah so the program, the, the Black Widow program essentially took young orphan girls and turned them into elite assassins named Black Widows and um, they uh, infiltrated um, several in fact, probably every country in the world with their Black Widows, all um, so that they could um, gather intelligence and, um, yeah, engage in espionage. And um, this is something that has been closely linked with uh, the story of Natasha Romanoff. In fact, uh, there was a a call-out to it in the first Avengers film uh, in which when Loki was locked up on the helicarrier and he was being interrogated by Natasha Romanoff, um, he mentioned um, an an instance from Natasha's past. um, And someone called uh, Drakoff's daughter. And that line, um, that simple line was um, very instrumental and it feeds directly into the storyline of Black Widow because the the storyline of Black Widow um, magnifies and um, also continues what happened to this Drakoff, um, the, the character Drakoff who's played by, uh, as I say, Ray Winston um, in, the, uh, in the film. 
but um, yeah, I, um, I of course I was I was excited uh, when I heard that they were going to make a Black Widow film. Um, I was excited because Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow, was always a character. As I say, in every Marvel film that she appeared in, it was just, it was as if we were seeing a different incarnation of her. But essentially, who who she was at her, her heart, um, someone who would never give up no matter what, who um, who grew to see the Avengers more more than to be more than a job more than a team to be more so more as a as a family actually and if you're familiar with the events of the avengers films then you'll see then you'll know and you would have seen that slowly but surely these very uh disparate characters very different characters were all brought together essentially by Nick Fury um, to become um, Earth's mightiest heroes as they're described in the comics to protect the the Earth from uh, threats that they couldn't defend themselves from um, and of course the Avengers was made up of Thor Captain America Iron Man um, Hawkeye Black Widow um, the Hulk and um, but throughout the films their this team and their relationship to one another slowly became strained um, because they were basically forced together that forced to work together and sometimes um, they were able to be cordial with one another in, in fact enjoy their time with one another but slowly but surely over time um, they parted ways and in fact there was even a, a civil war, a literal civil war between them which culminated in the film Captain America Civil War when essentially the Avengers were disbanded and they all went their separate ways and then of course uh, following that we had Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame during which um unfortunately we saw the dem- we saw the death of Natasha Romanoff she um made the choice to sacrifice her life so that uh, Clint Barton um Hawkeye um wouldn't have to wouldn't have to um sacrifice his life and she made the ultimate, the ultimate choice, and she, um, she died, uh, so that um, Clint could obtain the Soul Stone, so that he could return it to the Avengers, uh, so that they could construct their own uh, Infinity Gauntlet after collecting all the other Infinity Stones and reset. Essentially, the universe to how it was after half its population were decimated, were deleted, were killed by the mad titan Thanos. Um, And yeah, I remember watching Avengers Endgame and being shocked that that was the way that Natasha was going to die, literally throwing herself off a cliff. Um, and even in the at the end of the film, they uh, they thought they remembered her, but there wasn't as much of a focus on her. Um, they didn't really um, no, they didn't really mention her too much. And yeah, that was hard. Maybe because. Um, they they knew that there was a, a Black Widow film to, going to be made that would you know shine a, a light on Natasha more um, so, but in any case I think that they they should have the, all the focus at the end of Endgame was on Steve Rogers returning, um, passing on the mantle of 
uh, Captain America to Sam Wilson um, or potentially Bucky at the time but it was it, it went on to be Sam Wilson of course and uh, but the, everyone was in, in mourning because you know we we saw the Avengers come together after the death of um, Vision and um, it was yeah it was a it was a sad it was sad at the end of the end game but yeah as I say it was sad to it was sad the way that Natasha had to go she was such a, a really such a vital character to all of the Marvel films especially in Endgame she was the one she was the leader you know she was the one who as I say she came to see the Avengers as a family and and when they went to war with one of them she was the one who felt the most um ripped in in two by it um you know she found herself in the middle of this fight uh which she didn't and of course, this that this fight um, was of because um, of the Sokovia Accords, which essentially um, was a uh, a discrimination of um, discrimination of um, you know how. Uh, superheroes could could act essentially um and it, it would make that the the avengers would no longer be an independent body on their own they would have to work for the government they would all of their missions would have to be sanctioned by the government and um you know they would you would have to reveal who you were and this all came from the comics of course civil comics which i remember reading several years ago um but yeah, the, the Avengers were never the same again, and yeah, and it led to some great films with great stories. Um, but I was always fascinated by Black Widow, and um, and I'm so glad that they made a film that focused directly on her. Um, and development on the Black Widow film actually started in um, April of 2004. Um, but, um, after several, um, instances where the, the project, um, brought to a halt, um, at other, uh, at other place, at other studios, it, it, uh, um, eventually returned and reverted to control by Marvel Studios, uh, in, um, June of 2006, and... And of course, um, Scarlett Johansson was cast um, and made her first appearance, as I said, in Iron Man 2. And she has since um, appeared in several of the, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, films. Um, however, eventually, um, a, a solo film did start production um, in 2017. Um, and then filming um, took place, started, began to take place uh, in May to October of 2019 uh, in uh, Norway, uh, Budapest, uh, uh, Morocco, and at Pinewood Studios in England, and in Atlanta, uh, Macon, and Rome, Georgia. Uh, however, um, the, the film was due to... Uh, to premiere uh, in May of 2020, but of course, as you know, um, as you may know, the COVID-19 pandemic uh, put a stop on uh, a great many of the theatrical releases. So this led to um, the release being put back uh, by over a year, in fact, and um, the film. Uh, premiered, um, going to premiere on the June 29th, 2021, uh, at various places um, in around the United States, uh, around the world, uh, before um, eventually being released uh, in the United States and simultaneously 
in theatres and through Disney Plus with uh, premiere access on July the 9th. And um, yeah, I got to see the film yesterday. Um, and uh, I'm so thrilled that I did because I was a bit hesitant uh, whether I wanted to, to wait see it in, in the theatres or whether I should watch it on Disney Plus and I just um, elected to watch it on Disney Plus and just pay to watch it and I'm so glad that I did um, because it's um, it's a really great film I really enjoyed it I loved catching up um, with um, Natasha Romanoff's character um, and I loved the, the setting of the film um, set uh, in between the, the film Civil War and um, Avengers Infinity War um, but um, the film opens up uh, in 1995 um, when uh, Natasha is um, a young, young child um, uh, she's actually bl a blue-haired uh, young child and um, she's um, uh, playing with her with her sister uh, Yelena uh, Belova and you know they seem to be you know happy-go-lucky normal sisters just enjoying the, their own company along with their um, their mother um, Milena uh, Vostikov, um, uh, who's played by uh, Rachel Wise, and um, Yelena Belova is played by Florence Pugh. Um, um, actually, later on in the film, uh, but as at this point, um, yeah, as I said, uh, Yelena is um, still young, but uh, yeah, Milena, um Vostikov. She appears to be the the mother of um, of these two young girls, um, and as I say, didn't seem to have didn't, don't seem to have a care in the world. They're playing, you know, enjoying you know a swing um, on their swing set, and you know everything seems good. However, soon after. Uh, um, Alexei uh, Stosikov, um, who in the film was played by David Harbour, returns home and um, he warns to his uh, wife, in inverted commas, uh, Melina, um, that he has completed a mission or something has happened and that they only have under an hour to to leave and this is when he has to explain uh, Alexei has to explain to uh, his daughters in inverted commas um, Natasha and Yelena that um, they have to go on a um, they want to go on an adventure but they have to go right now but what we come to and we've come to find out that this is the year 1995 this uh, the state where they are is Ohio in the United States and this family are Russian undercover agents uh, Alexei uh, Stosikov is in fact a super soldier he has increased um, strength and speed and um, He's basically the Russian Soviet version of uh, Captain America, who in the film we come to find out is his nemesis. He's constantly talking about Captain America, um, you know, who is a successful super soldier, who is, you know, has a, a reputation around the world for being a hero. Uh, whereas Alexei is, um, he lives in the shadows, he doesn't get the recognition that he may believe that he deserves um, and Milena uh, Vostikov is a black widow part of the, the black widow program and they have been posing as a normal family in Ohio with their surrogate daughters 
Natasha and Yelena. And their mission was to steal S.H.I.E.L.D. intel um, and return it to um, return to the Red Room and um, and General uh, Dracoff. But the, the family, uh, as I say, they're on the run. Uh, they have to try and make it to a, um, uh, an, uh, abandoned, um, um, airfield, uh, they have to take off on a plane that they've had, um, um, hidden, but S.H.I.E.L.D. are on, are hot on their heels, and, um, they, they, there was a, a running firefight to get on this the plane and to get away from the United States before they are apprehended. Uh, eventually, the family makes it to Cuba, where they rendezvous with their uh, boss, uh, General Jacob, uh, who was played by uh, Ray Winston, a great British actor. Um, who immediately has uh, Natasha Romanoff and Yelena Belova taken to the Red Room for training. Um, however, after this, uh, and it's, it's a very, um, you know, it's a this very disturbing scene seeing these these children who have come to know who we we believe are the, the true biological um, um, children of um, Melina and Alexei, but they're not. Uh, in fact, we're uh, explained in the film that um, they're not even, they're not biological biologically connected at, at all. They were they were given to the Red Room. Um, a, a, um, a uh, deal was met, and uh, they were abandoned so that uh, um, that these children could be um, used for um, the, the Russians' uh, nefarious purposes, um, including, you know, being placed within a family unit and having to um, play act as if they are a real family, American family. Um, and over the years, um, um, Alexei uh, Stostakov is imprisoned in Russia, um, while um, Natasha, uh, at one point, uh, as you may, as you know, defects to Shield, and becomes um, Black Widow, working for Nick Fury. Um, after uh, she bombed. Uh, General Dracoff's uh, Budapest uh, office, uh, apparently killing him and um, his young daughter Antonia, um, which is something that haunts Natasha um, to this day, to um, for her entire life, because this is what she had to do to get away from becoming uh, uh, from being one of the Black Widows. Um, and um, but um, then we flash forward to 21 years forward uh, to 2016 when Natasha is on the run and now fugitive for as I say as I said violating the Sokovia Accords um, which she sided with Captain America Captain America is also on the run, but he doesn't make an appearance in the film. But um, yeah, we we catch up when we catch up with Natasha. She is trying to. She's being hunted, in fact, by uh, uh, U.S. Uh, Secretary of State Thaddeus Ross, uh, also known as Thunderbolt Ross, um, and um, yeah, he's a, a character from the. From the comics, who um, you know uh, was the the bane of um, Bruce Banner, you could say. Uh, uh, Thaddeus Ross, who's played by William Hurt in the Marvel Cinematic Universe of films, um, 
he was first introduced as a US uh, general who was responsible for reviving the super soldier project so that he could create a weapon which of course resulted in the creation of the Hulk um, and um, and yeah so he's now been put in charge of rounding up these um, fugitives which uh, Natasha is now one of some most of the the um, fugitives have been incarcerated uh, including um, you know uh, Scott Lang Ant-Man um, uh, Clint Barton and um, and uh, in fact Sam Wilson um, but uh, yeah so Natasha's on the run she's being tracked uh, but she's able to flee uh, to a safe house in Norway um, um, and um, she's trying to keep a low profile live off the grid as much as she can um, um, however um, Yelena Belova we come to find out uh, is um, is still uh, she is a, she is a black widow and um, she um, is in uh, Budapest and she's uh, attempting to kill a uh, a rogue former black widow um, however when she comes into contact with them um, they uh, set off a, um, a gaseous substance that neutralizes the Red Room's chemical mind control agent that um, is placed into the the mind and the biology of all of the the Black Widows, allowing for them to be um, controlled by um, Drakoff, General Drakoff. Um, this was something that was introduced after Natasha uh, defected to um, to shield from from Russia. Uh, the Red Room started to uh, become uh, more obsessed with con controlling biologically, um, chemically, rather than um, just mind mind control. Um, and as soon as um, Yelena um, breaks is broken free of this her chemi this chemical control, um, she regrets what she's done. She starts to think about who she is, where what she's doing, where she comes from. And Yelena Belova, uh, who's played by Florence Pugh, is absolutely fantastic in the film. Um, she is. Uh, as I say, she's a Black Widow, um, trained in the Red Room as a Black Widow, um, but she is going to be um, very important going forward to the to the to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think, because in, and it all comes down to her acting. You know, she she is probably the the. the She's probably one of the best characters in the film, apart from uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, uh, Natasha Romanoff, and their interactions are just brilliant. But she, ha um, Yelena, Florence Pugh has some great lines, um, and yeah, she really does so much to, you know, captivate the audience and really root for, so that we can root for her, uh, which we do. Um, and especially after we find out that she's that she and the, her fellow uh, Black Widows have been controlled in in such a way, but in um, for such a long time. And Yelena uh, eventually sends the this antidote um, to the Red Room's chemical mind control um, to Natasha Romanoff, uh, who. Uh, is as I say, she's she's living in a safe house in Norway, but when it arrives, um, she doesn't really uh, take it too seriously because she just believes that it is uh, 
just stuff that was cleaned out of her old Budapest um, um, safe house and she doesn't really she puts it in the back of her, the trunk of her car and um, it's just gonna dump it uh, however um, the character uh, taskmaster um, uh, is on the uh, tracks um, Natasha down and uh, seeks to to kill her um, or oh, that's what we, we we believe and um, taskmaster um, yeah, is an agent of the red room um, and she's in fact um, Antonia Drakoff the daughter of um, General Drakoff and she was believed to have died in the original um, bombing uh, in uh, Budapest um, uh, and that of course Natasha was the instigator of this attack um, but over the years uh, General Drakoff um, has um, morphed and used um, what was left of his daughter Antonia to mould her into this character called the Taskmaster who is an agent of the Red Room um, and she's capable of studying her opponent's fighting style in order to mimic them and learn how to use their styles against them and um, and she um, but we we think that she is is there to kill Natasha, but really, uh, when they they when they meet up, all that she, all that um, Taskmaster wants is this um, is this antidote that has been sent to her from Yelena. Uh, but Natasha is able to uh, make an escape uh, from Taskmaster, and, and comes to realise that. Um, that she needs to go back to Budapest by uh, using a, a false alias um, that was um, given to her by um, a contact of hers uh, in uh, in Norway uh, by the name of um, Mason um, and um, in the comics, um, uh, there was uh, um, uh, Mason and Natasha had a romantic interest with one another, um, but um, he's more of a, a finder of things and people. Someone who's a, a contractor—that's the way. That's the word. He's a contractor who's been working with. Natasha for many years uh, obtaining several um, vehicles and things that she may need which of course she she uh, rewards him handsomely um, yeah so Natasha goes to Budapest because she figures out that all of the that Taskmaster was after something in her vehicle and the only thing of any value in that vehicle would have been what was um, sent to her from the Budapest um, safe house. So she decides to go there. And um, this is when um, she immediately uh, is reunited with uh, her, um, her sister, uh, Yelena. Um, and she learns that Drakoff, General Drakoff, is still alive. The Red Room, where uh, Natasha was trained, is still active, even though she was led to believe that it was brought down after the, the death of uh, General Drakoff. And, yeah, as I say, the, 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 such a great interaction between Scarlett Johansson and uh, Florence Pugh. Um, and yeah, Flor um, Yelena, played by uh, Florence Pugh, she always believed because she was so young when 
Um, she was a part of the family with Milena and Alexei and Natasha. She actually thought that they were a family. You know, she didn't know any different. And family means a lot to her. And um, she's surprised to to see Natasha after so long. And in fact, they get into a, a physical altercation with one, another, with one another before they both come to uh, an understanding where they um, they can, in fact, talk about what is going on. Um, but they don't have long because very soon um, they find themselves on the run um, and attempting to evade some attacking fellow Black Widows who are in Budapest uh, as well as Taskmaster. Uh, and there was a, a great scene where they're, they're racing through the streets of Budapest um, and um, yeah, some really great action sequences in the film. Uh, as I say, great interactions between uh, Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh. Um, and they know that they need to find, that they are um, resolved to find the Red Room and um, bring it down, essentially, and kill General Drakoff for good this time. Um, but that is easier said than done because the Red Room is constantly changing uh, locations, apparently. But um, Natasha and Yelena um, believe that if anybody knows where the Red Room is, it would be uh, Alexei Stosikov, um, who... Um, who, of course, as I said, is now in um, he's now in prison. Um, but Alexei, uh, also known as the Red Guardian, um, who I also referred to, and who's also known as the Russian super soldier counterpart to Captain America, um, he who doesn't get the respect that he believes he deserves, he's in prison. Um, and he, he has, as a super soldier, he has, as I said, increased speed, increased strength. Um, but he has let himself go, you could say. That's probably very uh, not a nice thing for me to say. But, you know, he's he's spending his time doing arm wrestling um, comp contests with his fellow inmates. But Yelena and... Um, and Natasha track track him down to the prison where he's being held. Uh, they uh, make it possible for him to break out of prison, which is another great scene. Seeing seeing them um, break break them break him out. Uh, but Drakoff's location, the location of the Red Room, is unknown to Alexei. Uh, but he's just happy. To, he seems happy to see them both. You know, after such a long time, seeing that they've grown into, um, you know, these um, very equipped, very powerful young women, um, and he hasn't seen them for twenty years. They haven't seen him, and he hasn't seen the, them. And you know that he was a father figure to both of them when they were younger. Um, but he says. He indicates that he doesn't know where the Red Room is, but if anybody knows um, where the Red Room is, it would be Melena um, Vostikov, um, uh, who was essentially their mother growing up, um, Yelena and Natasha's mother. Um, and it's revealed that Melena uh, Vostikov played by Rachel Wise, uh, was a seasoned spy um, who was trained in the Red Room as well uh, as a Black Widow, um, but also as a, she was uh, um, placed in this family unit, this fake family unit, to be the mother figure to Natasha and uh, Yelena. But she was more, as described by Alexei, she was more the brains of the operation, whereas Alexei was more the brawn. Um, and um, 
at present, uh, when we when Natasha and Yelena find her, um, uh, Milena is living on a farm outside of St. Petersburg, uh, where she is developing. Um, um, she's using chemical controls to control pigs to try and train pigs. But it's revealed that she was the one who developed the chemical mind control process that was used by General Dracoff to control the Black Widows. Um, and while there, um, this is when it's revealed to Yelena that while they appeared to be a real family, they were not a real family. Um, and, you know, there's several tensions between the, the, the four of them. Um, and it was just seen as, as a mission. Um, but to Yelena, you know, she's heartbroken by this because she actually believed that Melina was her mother, Alexei was her father, Natasha was her sister. And it's such a great and powerful performance by Florence Pugh. Um, and, but she, you know, she's... Yeah, she's heartbroken by this. Um, um, uh, however, you know, they come to an understanding, the family, um, and real that while they were not a real family, she believed they were. And um, unfortunately, Milena reveals to Natasha that she has given away their location to General Dracoff and that his agents will be arriving very soon and that they will be taken to the Red Room uh, which is revealed to be an aerial facility that um, moves from location to location because it is in fact in the air um, uh, however uh, Milena and Natasha uh, come up with a very quick plan to use uh, a face mask um, technology to essentially switch their uh, identities so that they would be captured uh, which would allow um, Melena to break um, Alexei free who is also taken into custody along with Yelena uh, from their restraints uh, meanwhile Natasha would confront General Drakoff um, but um, Dracoff sees through her disguise, sees that uh, it's in fact Natasha and not Melina. Um, this is when Natasha learns that the, the, the assassin Taskmaster was in fact Antonia, who when she takes off her helmet, she can see that she suffered severe damage to her face. Uh, Dracoff says that they had to put a chip in her head, turning her into a perfect soldier capable of mimicking the actions of anyone um, including the, the Avengers um, it's also revealed that General Dracoff continues to control the Black Widows worldwide via his desk console and um, uh, also through pheromones um, in fact Natasha when she goes to attack General Dracoff she's unable to um, because um, she has been psychologically, um, uh, she's been controlled so that she is unable to attack elect, um, General uh, Dracoff because of she, when she smells uh, his pheromones. So when she realizes this, um, she uh, intentionally. Um, breaks her nose uh, so that uh, she um, is unable to, to smell um, his pheromones um, and she's viciously uh, beaten uh, attacked by General Dracoff which um, is uh, was unsettling to see um, especially since Natasha could not fight back but as I say, um, she intentionally breaks her nose, severing a, a, a nerve in her nasal passage to negate the, the pheromones. She attacks uh, Dracoff, 
Um, however, uh, the other Black Widows that are being trained uh, in the Red Room come into the room and come to General Dreykov's uh, aid and start um, attacking uh, Natasha, and Natasha attempts to fight back. Uh, Taskmaster is sent to Alexei Dr uh, Stosikov uh, to eliminate him. Um, uh, while at the same time, uh, Milena uh, Vostikov attempts to take out one of the Red Room's engines. Um, while while um, Yelena uh, Bologna Blova searches for the other Black Widows and attempts to deploy the antidote to their uh, chemical and mind control um, so that they can break free. And one thing leads to another um, and Yelena comes to the assistance of her sister Natasha. She sets off an explosion that spreads the antidote uh, um, throughout the other the, the Black Widows that are attacking uh, Natasha. Um, However, by this point, um, the, um, the the facility, the Red Room, is um, severely uh, damaged, um, and um, it is um, going to uh, fall to earth at any point. Um, Dracoff escapes, um, um, and... Uh, Romanoff, um, Natasha, sorry, Natasha, um, the first thing, the, one of the last things that she does is she goes to, uh, General Dreykov's, uh, control panel in his desk and she downloads the identity and the location of all of the Black Widows around the world, essentially to find them and, um, hopefully one day break them free of their mind control. Uh, however, as I said, the facility begins to explode and to fall from the sky. Um, however, Natasha is able to retrieve two of the surviving vials of the antidote. She's able to free Taskmaster, who has been locked in a cell. Um, um, and um, it, it's basically a, a, a run to try and escape the, the Red Room facility before it crashes to Earth. Um, as well as trying to stop General Dracoff from getting away. Um, so, um, Milena uh, Vostokov and Alexei uh, Stostokov uh, escape via a plane. Uh, Yelena uh, takes out um, General Dracoff's helicopter, um, killing him and all of uh, his soldiers within. Um, Natasha... Um, Sees, seeing that Yelena is potentially going to die after the explosion uh, from the helicopter, she jumps off um, the facility with a parachute uh, and uh, is able to put the parachute on Yelena and open it so that Yelena could safely make it to 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 Earth. Um, during their uh, descent. Uh, Natasha finds herself battling with Taskmaster while still in freefall. Um, however, they eventually land, and Natasha um, fights with Taskmaster, but then is able to administer a, a vial of the antidote to Taskmaster um, and able to free her from the control that she's been under. But she is severely damaged um, and also psychologically um, distraught um, by all of these years of servitude. Um, soon after, the, the, the now freed Black Widows arrive um, as um, Natasha uh, finds Yelena, her sister, and wakes her up um, after uh, finding herself back on earth um, and she reveals she admits to Yelena that to her it was real too she saw her as a sister as well you know basically connecting and saying that they were a family as she always believed that they were 
Then uh, Milena Vostikov and Alexei uh, Shostikov um, arrive, um, and um, they bid a, uh, a farewell to Natasha. Um, Natasha gives Yelena the last antidote, antidote vial that she has, and the portable um, computer drive that she has, telling her that she she needs to find and free all of the other Black Widows to who are still con- mind controlled. Um, and just as just before they they leave, in fact, Yelena gives Natasha her. Um, green and black um, uh, jacket, um, uh, which we we see we see that um, Natasha is wearing in uh, Avengers: Infinity War, uh, which appeared didn't at the, the time I really didn't question how or where she got it from. Um, this um, military-looking vest, but it's revealed that then. That Yelena, her sister, gave it to her, um, and they have a a sad, last, longing look at one another uh, before uh, Yelena, um, Antonia, Taskmaster, um, and um, Alexei and Milena leave with the other. Uh, Black Widows, uh, just as um, U.S. Uh, Secretary of State General, uh, well, U.S. Secretary of State Ross, uh, turns up with his army of men uh, who have arrived to apprehend Natasha, uh, and who she says that she will take care of. Then two weeks later, we find out that, uh, Natasha. Um, has reunited with her contact Mason, who has supplied her with a Quinjet, um, the same Quinjet that we see appearing uh, in uh, Avengers: Infinity War, uh, with uh, um, with uh, Captain America and um, the Falcon, and um, so this is where that the Quinjet came from, um, and the last time that we see Natasha is her leaving in the Twinjet uh, intending to free all of the detained Avengers on the um, on the raft where they they've been incarcerated since the since um, the film Avengers Civil War Um, which is really and it's I think they could have ended the film slightly differently um just the way that she's just walking away and they do play the avengers um suite of music to indicate the direction in which natasha was going next um but i think they could have signed off the character um uh in different way but um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think Natasha got her her due really. I think they could have done a lot more. They could do more, um, but uh, they're not going to. But um, just a sad way for her, her story to end. I mean, sad way for her story to end in Avengers Endgame. But uh, um, yeah, just uh, very sad. Um, and in fact, in the post-credit scene. Right at the end of the credits, um, which is set after Natasha's death, um, during which uh, Yelena Belova, played by Florence Pugh, um, is visiting uh, Natasha's gravestone, uh, which is adorned with, you know, flowers and teddy bears and. Um, and um, this is where we see Yelena coming into contact with uh, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, who uh, we last saw in um, the uh, Disney Plus uh, TV series Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, who's played by Julia Louise uh, Dreyfus, also known as Val. 
in in the film uh, and in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and she is very influential, um, and she's going to be instrumental in the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward, uh, potentially controlling um, this uh, new um, uh, new group of uh, of assassins. Um, and in fact, uh, it is, um, it is Val who, uh, uh, gives Yelena the mission to kill who she refers to as the, the person responsible for her sister's, um, death and that person is Clint Barton who uh, is also known as Hawkeye uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and is played by Jeremy Renner and um, uh, of course this will lead directly into the uh, the Disney Plus uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe television series Hawkeye uh, which is has been filmed and is due to premiere uh, very soon um, so potentially uh, uh, we will see Florence Pugh appear as Yelena in Hawkeye uh, which is very exciting uh, that they will act, they will get to interact and uh, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to the Hawkeye um, miniseries um, um, during which uh, we're going to see Jeremy Renner uh, playing Clint Barton um, along with uh, Hayley uh, Steinfeld um, and we're also going to see um, some other um, characters from Marvel Comics and also some other great cameos from other um, characters and actors who have already appeared in Marvel Cinematic Universe so that'll be great to see um, and then that's the end of the film, and yeah, as I say, I absolutely loved, loved this film. Um, you know, I, as uh, I think they could have, the, the the film could have ended. It kind of ended very abruptly, with Natasha just leaving the way she does on the Quinjet, walking away. But um, yeah. I, Overall, I truly enjoyed the film. I, I love the the actors in the film, those portraying these these iconic characters. I loved the the exploration of the Red Room and more of the the Black Widows. And yeah, I was just transfixed by the the performances. As I say, um, Florence Pugh, uh, Rachel Wise, uh, David Harbour. Um, Olga uh, Kirilenko, who plays Antonia Drakov, aka Taskmaster. Uh, Ray Winston was great as General Drakov. Uh, but um, yeah, Scarlett Johansson, who I'm uh, a great fan of. She's a great actor. Been in some wonderful, wonderful films. Um, she's always been a great. Um, one of my favourite actors uh, since I, I saw her in Lost in Translation a long time ago, many years ago. But her character, uh, Natasha Romanoff, um, has been iconic for the last, you know, 20, 20 years and, um, <clears throat> well, you know, 11 years now, sorry. But, uh, yeah, this is a great film for her to really sink her teeth into become an executive producer on as well as um, an, an actor in and I'm so glad that she was able to have to have this film made and to be the star of it and um, yeah be sad to not see her in future Marvel Cinematic Universe films and series but um, yeah she she was a great character and she will always be remembered for being one of the the best uh best characters on on screen but yeah so yeah i think i'm gonna leave it there for now uh, i just want to say thank you for listening i hope you like what you heard and i'll talk to you again soon
If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form, uh, and go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh, as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um and i'll talk to you again soon